Welcome to Beach to Sandy, Water to Wet, a podcast featuring real reviews written by people who just need the world to know what they think. Between you and me, I wanted to like this podcast, but I'd give it zero stars if I could. Welcome to Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet, the podcast where we read uh, the... uh, Haven't done this in a while. Oh, I was like, wow, I'm on a roll. And then I stopped thinking about what I was saying. We read the worst reviews in the most dramatic fashion. My name is Zandy. Aw, my name's X-Teen. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm uh, feeling ready. Feeling ready. Not really. Um... I researched this like weeks ago, so I have no idea what I'm bringing to the table. Excellent. We have the opposite experience because I researched it last night and today. Um, This is the most difficult episode I've worked on in a long, long, long time. I don't know why. Uh, My experience from what I remember of it was there were so many options and there are just so many generic restaurant reviews that they weren't very interesting. So it was hard to find ones that stood out because they just people got shitty service and then complained about it. And it's like, so? Or like food like poisoning. It doesn't help me. Don't okay. they know that I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to entertain people? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Food poisoning. How dare you get like, f- do something interesting. Keep that off the Internet. I don't want to know <laughs> about your bowels. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of the experience I had also. And it's sort of a paradox. I'm using that word because it sounds smart. I don't know if it really is a paradox, but it's sort of a paradox where the topic is so vague. Why am I wearing headphones? It's not plugged in. I don't anything. know. You're looking super a fish. I keep pulling my headphones off to hear you. Like I had it off one ear <laughs> and I was leaning. And my, there was nothing in. And like there was nothing happening listening? in. The, okay. Well, okay. I'm listen. This, it's been a long okay let's let's hear now let's hear about your supposed paradox <laughs> it's now you know it is it is what i say it mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. um now you know i'm using the right terminology professional over here uh it's a paradox where the topic is so vague that like there's so many options to choose from but like it makes it so much harder mm-hmm. to find because you're just digging through like endless reviews do you know it's, what i'm saying it's like that's the paradox of choice is that what it's yes. called again i bring that up I a, like years ago a word where paradox how, of choice how grocery stores will mm-hmm. have so many different options but that actually makes it harder to choose that's rather right. than easier that's why trader, trader joe's. joe's is so successful is because they have fewer options that's why i feel so calm inside of trader joe's uh-huh mm-hmm. uh-huh so uh no i had the same exact feeling you know you have this wealth of reviews and it wasn't specific enough where uh I mean, we only took out a it's landlocked state, so we only took out some states. So we just had all of these different places to look through. And then through. I had to keep Googling, is blank a landlocked <laughs> state? Because you know me and my geography abilities or lack thereof. So at one point I was like, Blaze, Texas is landlocked, right? And he's like, no, there's a Gulf of Mexico. And I was like, yeah, but not an ocean. Like that's literally, and he was like, yeah, yeah. Like the Gulf of Mexico is attached. It's funny you say that because there were, I did get some from Texas and I was so disappointed. I saw the Texas review 
but I didn't know it was Texas yet because I would just search keywords. Yeah, yeah. Same, and then I'd yeah. open it and be like, wow, this is perfect. Where is this? Fingers crossed. And it was always Texas. You should have just kept it anyway. <laughs> no, That's Texas had some wild done. sushi reviews, but it just Texas, didn't count. The number of Texas weird, reviews right? that came up, I was like, damn, this. Pl-. But that's why I kept asking Blaze, are you sure, <laughs> are you sure? there's an ocean anywhere? I near? Googled that because I was like, please, someone, some source, some please tell me that Texas <laughs> is landlocked. Um, they put up a border wall and to the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> so technically, it's now not touching the ocean. Do you know what I'm there saying? There you go. I love it. All right. So anyway, I- I'd like you to start off because I feel I- insecure about the ones I found. Oh, today. no. Oh, no. Well, I'm starting off with uh, something from Amanda, uh, she, her uh, in Colorado, who found this wonderful review of um, Sushi Den. This is in Denver, Colorado. Oh, I get it. Oh, I don't know if that means anything. I didn't get it either. Like, or I didn't get it until you said that. Like Sushi Denver. <laughs> And Sushi Maybe? Den. I assume so. Um, here, <laughs> we're starting ourselves off uh, the right way uh, with a poem. Uh, okay. This is a poem by Austin. A poem. Oh, God. Okay. The food is expensive. The service is bad. Every time I go, I just get mad. They act like they hate you and charge a high price. They even charge bucks for a bowl of rice. I still don't know why people go to that joint. Pretentious and rude. Is that the whole point? End of review. Oh. Not too bad, Actually, huh? I feel like we get a lot of those kind of trying to be clever reviews and this one actually the the like the syntax actually kind of works i was thinking the same thing i I mean that was a lot of it was because of my presentation but you know i was gonna give austin a little credit but i feel like it doesn't give me credit for all the times i've had to sing um i will not have to sing is not really the right terminology but the times i've chosen to sing um aware aware has my calamari gone too many times i too many times and i feel like that proved so difficult that it's kind of unfair mm. to only give me credit yeah okay so you're just gonna take credit for this <laughs> as well because you put yourself in stupid situations got it got it um there's actually an update oh um, so volume two th- so the first one was uh april 14 2013 and then uh, austin wrote another one in june of 2013 so just a couple months later and uh, I believe it's the same up until uh, they uh, added a final stanza, another stanza at the end. Wow, powerful. So, so I'm going to read it again, though, so you all the get to experience thing? this. Yes. Okay. The food is expensive. The service is bad. Every time I go, I just get mad. They act like they hate you and charge a high price. They even charge bucks for a bowl of rice. I still don't know why people go to that joint. Pretentious and rude. Is that the whole point? Horrible, horrible, they make you feel like you overpaid for a rotten meal. End of review. Did he just decide one evening it's missing something? Like, <laughs> I think had, so. Was it just on his mind and he's like, "Yeah, I should work on that that piece I started a few <laughs> yeah. months ago? Yeah, I think so. That's just baffling. one day was inspired. Right? Like, where yeah. did, like, you'd think you'd move on and just be like, anyway, close the chapter on that. But no. No, and Austin actually reviewed it again. Wait, are you serious? Two years later. One and a half years later. <laughs> January 2015. Not a poem this time. It's getting serious now. I was going to say, he's not screwing no around way. anymore. Austin says, 
I got stuck going there again. I hated every minute of it. Overpriced, underquality sushi. Now, sushi lovers, the one thing we can agree upon is freshness. Their sushi smelled like a Japanese dumpster, and they wanted $9 a slab. Never go there. End of review. I miss the old Austin. I miss the old Austin. <laughs> well, how about an even newer Austin? Because Austin Oxenra, reviewed it again. I can't, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> how many more Christina, are there? Four and a half years later, July of 2019. I feel like this is like all press is good press or whatever because like he's still thinking about this joint. Yep. So for those who can't follow, this is now uh, almost six and a half oh. years later so we're in what 2019 2019 six and a half years later from the original review got it okay so austin is still reviewing this place and just said this one star again they've all been one star overpriced and rude staff don't know why this place is popular must be the fake reviews end of review <laughs> but not the four i've left yeah just all the <laughs> right. fake ones minor legitimate just not my poetic ones um Okay. Um, for what it's worth, if uh, this this person Austin has written forty three reviews total, thirty six are one star. Oh wow! Oh wow! And the re- the seven, the other seven are two star reviews. <gasps> no three, four, or five star reviews. So this is just a, seems like a very very negative person. So, <laughs> but how many are in the running for the Dr. Seuss Geisel? Theodore Geisel, Doctor Seuss Geisel, Ch- children's book award. Fair, fair. That's so true. Just this one, uh, Just as far as I can one. tell, is the only, uh, only poetic one. Wow, that's so dumb. Yeah, you're, you're uh, welcome. Thank you for that. That was really Amanda's fault. So I know. Trust me. I've. I'm gonna think about this and write a poem about her later. Um, <laughs> oh, I also wanted to add that this theme of landlocked sushi was from Co. Uh, which I think was short for Siobhan, so I don't know if it's pronounced Sha. Oh, yeah. We had this. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's what I right. Mean? Oh, yeah. I know. Like, I watch um, Succession. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah, I'm three episodes in. It's so good. Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. And they call her Shiv, which I think is mm-hmm. so fun. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I love that name, Siobhan. And I feel like I feel like this is probably a cool nickname, and I'm butchering it, and I apologize. Uh, but so, anyway, this is that's who sent the theme in. But so this is an email from Jameson. He, him. And it is a review of Tokyo Sushi. <laughs> it's not in Tokyo. Let me figure out where the hell it is. I'm sorry. Why did I feel like typing Tokyo Sushi on Google would lead me to the exact location? <laughs> Why did I feel like that would work? Nobody knows. That would have been pretty wild, though, if it worked out. It would have been. Um, it wasn't, because apparently there is one in Cincinnati, and the one that he sent was in Nevada. So, <laughs> not quite, but we now have one from Nevada. It's a one-star review by Hank. They have the dirty dishes and water going across the restaurant, so obviously eventually they hit my date and spilt dirty dishwater all over her, then sprinted to get the check. So I complained, and they have this 21-year-old, not the manager, try and solve this issue. I'm surprised the CDC allows dirty dishwater to get on people's food, then pay for dinner. End of review. (laughs) Just like lugging in the dirty dish. Wait, what? (laughs) Obviously, they eventually hit my date obviously obviously it was inevitable (laughs) we all knew it was coming like no surprise there much like the heat heat death of the universe (laughs) this person's date being hit by dirty dishwater is uh, a fiery blaze from the sun yeah 
Uh, they have the dirty dishes water going across the restaurant, so obviously they eventually hit my date and spilt dirty dish water all over her. So I guess wait, that's right what you're saying is they were the bus boy, <laughs> yeah, quote unquote, were... was carrying all the, <laughs> the... dirty dishes. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm sorry. I, it's like I don't usually enjoy physical comedy until we're reading <laughs> reviews and then suddenly it's like the funniest thing to me when people get injured and it's terrible. I don't know where I get this from, but it's suddenly so funny that uh, <laughs> that they so... dumped dirty dishwater all over her and then sprinted to get the check. Yeah. I don't know. I think I... I, I... I feel bad for this person. I would not want to be in this person's position. But yeah, come on. It's comedy. It's pure comedy. You it's can't deny that, folks. hilarious. <laughs> Lighten up a little. It's like that guy who wrote the one-star baseball review and said, like, we had a great time. My wife was hit in the face. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. Foul Girl- ball. Girlfriend got hit by a ball and uh, Bill, Murray Bill Murray didn't care. Did not care. But yeah, yeah, I had a great stuff. time. <laughs> Learn a thing or two from that guy. The next one I have is from Rhiannon. She, her. Mm-hmm. You took too long. What? If you had started talking a little before that, I would not have made a noise. But it was so quiet, I couldn't stop. Oh, I didn't. I you make all the noises you want in my pauses. That's fine. You don't mind if I sing on this podcast? No, I've gotten <laughs> I've gotten through so much that nothing can phase me anymore. <laughs> After that whole uh, oh, eagle eye cherry oh. incident, yeah. There was that Save too. Tonight. God, I do sing a lot. On well, yeah, show. oh, I know. For someone who's severely tone deaf. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I just on my re-listens, I skipped those episodes. That's all. Um, <laughs> so you skip like most of, most of them. <laughs> um, okay, so this one is a, a review of Wasab. Uh, it's a restaurant in Wasab. Wasab. It's I. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rhiannon, but I I wasn't sure if this was like a typo and the eye was missing at the end <laughs> but so i like <laughs> checked is it where they said they went to the tax filing office and they were like wasabi already exists and they were like just cut off a letter maybe wasab um but yeah so it does that is correct it is wasab okay. in joplin missouri oh <laughs> sorry i didn't believe you Rian. <laughs> that's kind of rude like <laughs> I don't trust you know the name of this restaurant. The thing is, Rhiannon, if anyone's wrong, we get yelled. You know what true, I mean? Like, true. We're sort of like the messengers, like the journalists, if you will. People would have been like, you don't know how to pronounce wasabi? It's not a it's silent eye. It's not a silent eye, <laughs> you dumb German. Um, anyway, here's a one-star review. Uh, this is by Cal. The food was okay, but nothing spectacular. Not worth the price. The cook kept on talking about his imagination problems and complaining about the Trump administration. Really hard to enjoy a meal there. End of review. <laughs> I just, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm just, mean? I'm so imaginative. I take letters off of words and just turn them into businesses. I am full of ideas. It's just a problem. I can't sleep at night. I'm writing poems about different sushi joints. This guy is full of full of problems. Christina, I had the complete opposite feeling when I heard imagination problems. I'm picturing just like a really sad and like <laughs> depressed cook. Who's like, I, I can't imagine anything. Like, <laughs> literally have no imagination. I can't. It's just like, an empty void. Yeah. He's just flipping. A, he's a fry cook in a gray void. Yeah, I can see that too. <laughs> I feel like we're in a, a, a writer's room right now and we're just kind of like throwing around ideas here. Yeah, it's like, what, what, what how depressed do we want problem? our chef to be? And he, for what reasons? <laughs> his 
it's just his life is hopeless, you know. <laughs> Can't imagine a better life. Yeah. Maybe that's a positive, though. Hey. I mean, um, he's at a sushi restaurant in Joplin, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> that's not nice. That's not that nice. That was not nice. It's not nice. Hey. You're right. Uh, I just... <laughs> I'm sorry. I should cut that out. That wasn't nice. Um, <laughs> I just was trying to be funny at the expense of others. And that's it's not funny. You know, it's just mean. Just mean. And that's not the kind of humor. <laughs> it's just my imagination is so void and so lacking that like and you resort to those I cheap resort to jokes. Che- that's right. Um, but really, imagination problems so that could either be imaginary <laughs> problems which oh i was thinking oh also. Could that be makes like, more sense oh actually. just like made up problems which like don't we all have those or maybe yeah. it's just me but imaginary problems i think the fact that it's in the same sentence of, as complaining about the trump administration mm-hmm. maybe um the cook was complaining about the trump administration and the problems it's ca- caused right his him and in, in his life and this reviewer cal is like that's imaginary that's not a real problem that's not not real mental health that's not a real problem call me when you have a real problem immigration not a real problem call me when you have a real problem um (laughs) like someone makes you put a mask on when you have a health condition oh that's a real problem then we can talk (laughs) um wow imagination problems i feel like that's a scenario i would get myself stuck in where um you know i always end up i don't know if you have the same experience but i always end up being the person people talk to because they think I want to know what they're saying. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. That was just an imagination problem. (laughs) No, like when I'm at an airport or somewhere, I've relearned this about myself because I just was on a work trip Mm -hmm. and I'm somehow always sucked into like people telling me things on airplanes, like in public. It's just anywhere I go, it's like people look at me and go, she wants to know about she, this. She's an empath. She's an empath. She wants to know about my imagination problems. And I feel like this happens. Like I was on a plane and some guy just leaned over and was like, oh, you know, Joe Rogan and all this. And I'm like, what about me? What? Looks like the person that you want to discuss and defend Joe Rogan to. Wait. I- oh, they were just- they were like started being defensive about Joe Rogan. They sure off were. The bat, right off the bat. And I'm going to be fully upfront with you here. I went on tour in 2019, went on approximately 46 airplane rides. I don't think they're called airplane rides, but that's what I call them. It's just it's like, like an industry jargon slang, you know, thing. It's okay. And so I was on an airplane. I was on a lot of airplane rides. So I got uh, like up. I got a ton of miles. So this time around, I got upgraded mm-hmm. to first class. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, great. Got my own space. Got left alone. Oh, no. I get upgraded first class. This guy next to me wants to defend Joe Rogan all of a sudden. You were in first class, correct? Being, um, wow, approached about Joe Rogan, and I can't escape. You can't escape it. You, the plebs in the back, like you thought they would be the ones discussing Joe Rogan. That's exactly not, not the people, the elites not in the, the elite. front, like you. Yeah. Um. That's gosh. A, that's anyway. My point is, I feel like this is a scenario where I'd be like, they wouldn't stop talking about their imagination problems. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to me this is just all me complaining i'm got sorry got it got it so you yeah. are cal in this case i'm cal i didn't know you had this problem interesting do you not have that no, people or... don't talk to me what the hell no no one talks to me i, I don't thought... talk to people either i thought this was a you and me problem it's no just i've problem. been traveling recently as well and not once has anyone spoken God, to me what is it about me i don't know but Maybe... i'm i'm in comfort plus <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> not with the the jerks in the back or the jerks in the front. Famously, Joe Rogan haters. <laughs> Just Comfort Plus is like where it's at if you want to like diss on the man, you know. Exactly. Apple Card is a perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Okay, anyway, I'm so sorry. Um, I don't even know where I was going with that, but here we go. So then I, of course, looked up reviews of uh, sushi restaurants in Hot Springs, Arkansas, because that's where CO slash, I hate not knowing what their name is. I'm so sorry. I'm such an asshole. So her, she originally wrote and said, oh, we had good surprisingly good sushi in hot springs arkansas which is what prompted the yes, theme idea yes. so i of course went to hot springs arkansas on yelp and google and TripAdvisor, and there were only like four places so i looked at all the reviews oh. i know so i found a review actually two of a place called hibachi sushi buffet in hot springs arkansas okay now i'm kind of convinced that these are some of the most dramatic sushi reviews ever and i picked wow two of them i'm gonna read them back to back if that's okay please so the first one is called horribly misled by reviews and this is on TripAdvisor, so it has a title and this is by jesse one star easily the worst chinese food i have eaten felt as though they were trying to punish the customers for a lifetime of bad decisions end of review jeez so, what have you done in your life where you feel say, like that's something that's happening? That's what I was thinking. I'm like, you're really not making yourself that. Yeah, out that, to look you're very just good. telling on yourself that hey, I've made a lifetime of bad decisions, and I'm projecting that this is my punishment. <laughs> yeah. And this is the one right after it. Uh, this is a one star view by Hope, and the title is absolutely nasty. We decided as a family to try the buffet, and it was a fatal mistake. <laughs> The food was tasteless, and the fish was extremely fishy. I understand it's fishy, but the frog and the crawfish were way too fishy. The fruit was about the only thing that was good. The service was good, though. Avoid. End of review. I just read wow, fatal, fatal mistake, and I thought... And then you were like, it was fatal. It was too fishy. Like, also, the frog? The frog also. Yes, that's a thing. I, I that, No, no, no. That's a oh, thing. Oh, oh, oh. That is a thing that you said. That is a thing that I am. I I was uh, alarmed by. The frog was too fishy. I'm like so repulsed by that statement. I don't even know. <laughs> frog I, was too fishy. Ugh! It makes me like sick to my stomach. <laughs> so was that? Maybe it is fatal. Wait, was that? Th yeah, I know. I'm right? feeling like it might be fatal. Was that thrown in because they were saying, "Hey, this our food was fishy," and before you tell me that fish is supposed to oh. be fishy, <laughs> we ordered the frog. Okay, wait, wait, wait. That's a really good point. Because they said, I understand it's fishy, but the frog and the crawfish were too fishy. Yeah. So you're totally right. That's what they're saying. I think they're saying, don't worry. Don't tell us that fish is supposed to be fishy when we ordered the frog. Thank God the fruit was not fishy. Yeah. <laughs> the fruit was good. That would be worse. I feel like a frog being fishy is <sighs> uh, more acceptable than a fruit being fishy. So Yeah. Don't get us wrong. All of it's unacceptable. It, all, none of Yes, exactly. But none yes, of it is when, if we're talking like comparisons, yeah, I guess so. 
<laughs> My next one is of uh, Matsu Sushi in Omaha, Nebraska. Matsu Ball Sushi. Nope. <laughs> one star by uh, Kevin. It's been a couple of years now, but I had searched for a well-recommended sushi place during my three-week stay in Omaha and had some here. It was the most disgusting sushi I had ever had, and this is even after I had tasted London's Yo Sushi disasters. If I haven't had any sushi anywhere, maybe without the wisdom, I'd give them a single star. Shame I can't give any less. Especially after I have tasted the sushi in Tokyo and surrounding areas. I can confidently say this was a truly disgusting experience. End of review. Wow. No, that's pretty dramatic, too. So dramatic. Not quite fatal, but... Not quite fatal, um, but, but close. The, the use of the word disaster was... Uh... Yeah, also, what's the, the Yo Sushi incident? Because I'm so curious about that. I guess... Are we supposed to know what that is? There was... Uh... Apparently, the only thing I can find is that a woman was kicked out of uh, a Yo Sushi restaurant and she was blind and she was kicked out for her guide dog. Oh, being God. There. So, okay. I assume that's not what they're referencing. I assume not. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think that makes it. That's, that's, that seems more recent, too, actually. So, yeah, I don't know. I will say I did Google uh, some. What were? Oh, this is a fun question. What were the keywords you Googled? Because oh I want to compare. Oh my gosh, it's been so long. I don't. Oh, know. you don't remember? I think I did Google things like disa- words like disaster. Oh, certain just like really dramatic words that you know could be what thrown I googled. In. Tell me, it's P. <laughs> <laughs> no? But this time with an A. I thought a rogue Ooh. P. No, uh, I Googled quote. I know a thing or two about sushi. I googled, mm. I'm a sushi connoisseur. Mm. I googled, uh, and I know sushi. So I tried some of those to see, like, oh, yeah. if, and do you know how many people said, I lived in Los Angeles for a while, so I know sushi. Yeah, I have one of those. You do? Heck yeah. Oh, interesting. Or Los Angeles specific, like, related, yes. Yeah, yes. but so most of those reviews were in, like, California and Texas, <laughs> so they didn't end up. Yeah. Uh, meaning anything but there were a lot actually in idaho that there was like a whole thing in idaho where people were like clearly none of these people <laughs> have had real idaho. sushi and i'm like okay everyone's just being kind of gatekeepy about sushi um anyway well the next one i have was from an email from audrey who sent a review of suhiro japanese restaurant in grand junction colorado this is by lil squid mm, of course and it's a one-star view. They brought me water when I didn't even ask for it. End of review. That's it? And it reminds me of... What? Dad. Oh. <laughs> Duh. Our, I don't know why I didn't like... Our dad gets really mad when people bring him water. He just gets like... He's like, I don't want water. And then they're like, well, here's water. And then he's like, I didn't want water. Yes. And so my thing always to like try and diffuse, which doesn't really work, is like, I'll drink both of them. Yes. Which is like really... Whatever. That probably gives you a glimpse into my behavioral problems. But... No, I do the same thing. Yeah, we'd be like, we'll drink it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I guess some people just really don't appreciate being given free water. (laughs) That's all I have to say. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really get it, but hey, if you're not going to drink it, I guess it's better to save them some time. But then again, if they still bring it anyway, like, what's the harm? I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm now I'm thinking about all those meals. What's the harm? We'll probably get some scar, some psychological scarring yeah, or like some therapy bills, overhydration. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a real problem for now us. Now I'm drinking a martini and two glasses of water. Are you kidding you can't, me? Christina, you can't do that. <laughs> that's why I start with the martini. Yeah, I usually dump don't the, dump get, the waters. I don't usually get to the other two. Uh, it's all for show. Anyway. Okay, my next one is uh, also in Nebraska, but this is from Atira. She, her. Um, so we've got one of Cohen Japanese Barbecue in Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And this is by Brad, one star. Was fine at first being first timers. We thought the waiter would know about the menu, but we didn't get a breakdown of the menu. And when we asked what he would recommend, he said, I don't know, because I don't like sushi. Reminds me of the one. What did we just recently do where it was like, oh, uh, Jimmy Buffett, where he's like, Jimmy Buffett is a cheapskate. Yeah. His yeah. chili sucks. Or yeah. The waiter like hated chili- Jimmy Buffett or something. I don't even like Jimmy was Buffett. was complaining about it. <laughs> Must have been hired last minute since businesses are lacking workers. Let's go, Brandon. (gasps) (laughs) For a second, I was like, oh, that was the reviewer's name, right? Brad? Wait, no, hang on. Hang on. All of this is wrong. Let's go, Brandon. I mean, y'all, if you don't know, that's like a right wing um, phrase that has been thrown around. Let's not tell them because I feel like I missed the days when I didn't know what that was. It's stupid. And it literally is like, instead of saying fuck Joe Biden, they say that, which I'm like, why not just say fuck Joe Biden? What you don't understand is it's hilarious. Oh, is it supposed to be funny? It's an inside joke. Oh, it doesn't seem very inside anymore. No, it doesn't. And the problem is it's also not funny. So I don't totally get it, but it's supposedly extremely hilarious have you seen the ones where um have you seen the ones have you seen the tiktoks where the guy uh like interviews people and he just kind of tries to make them explain what they're doing and saying and mm-hmm. it just turns into a train wreck and yeah because you you put them get the them spot. talking for yeah. more than like 20 seconds and their whole thing kind of unravels and he's like let's go brandon what do you mean by that <laughs> and they're like we mean fuck joe biden and he's like you want to fuck Joe Biden? Like, <laughs> well, not technically fuck Joe Biden, but like fuck Joe Biden. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it just turns into like the most chaotic, upsetting scene. Um, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. So then after that, we get this. There's more? Yeah, that was not the end. They're I just, thought that was No, the exactly. End. That was just thrown in there Wait, really randomly. Right. I was going to say, they probably, I thought they just copy pasted that on all their reviews. Okay. Management staff needs a course on how to treat customers, and especially first-time customers, in order to keep them. We didn't like a role and asked to change for another, and they refused us. We got up and asked for our check. Coming from Los Angeles, where you would expect more expensive sushi restaurants to treat you that way, we have never been treated with rudeness like this little place did. And then uh, the owner responded. This person is Los Angeles. I'm having like a... My brain is being torn in all different directions. Um, And here is uh, here's what the owner has to say. Hi, Brad. First of all, we wish that you would have respect and manner way to approach us. Trying not to admit your fault instead came up to chef without any respect and said, hey, hey, and asked him to cook the scallop roll that you ordered and blamed on our server who has been working for us three years since we opened. 
Literally, if you are from LA, then you should have known better what is raw and cooked roll, and you had chance to return once you received it, not after you ate almost half of it and asked oh, for a return. my god. Manager also offered to give you a discount percentage, but you refused and still blamed it on our server for not having knowledge to explain it better, while it was clearly stated on the menu description. I ended up taking it off from the bill, but you left with cursing all of us in the restaurant and tipped $0 for our server. Well, thank you for coming in tonight, and we have been in business for more than a decade and have never experienced a customer like you. As we have responded to your review on Yelp, well, if you do not respect our employees and you do not deserve our quality of service. End of response. Wow. Now that is an owner response. Yeah. And I love all the very, very like professional verbiage. And then it says, mm-hmm. literally, if you're from L.A., yeah, you should know better. Yeah. Wow. Agreed. Agreed. What a dick. Well, all I have left is a redemption, Sandy. Okay. Um, How many do you have left? I think I just have one more. Do you want to read your... Is it a negative? Yeah. Okay. It's a negative, so I'll read one more. This is of Ninja Steak and Sushi House in Fremont, Nebraska. I love these Nebraska ones. And this one has an owner response. This is a one-star review by Olga. A Chinese-run so-called Japanese restaurant... Their hibachi meals appear and taste Chinese. Their pictures of sushi on the menu are obviously stolen, as they don't have half the ingredients that are in the pictures. I preferred the sushi boat, and never got the Akura nor Tobiko promised, nor were we compensated for the lack thereof. I love Chinese cuisine, just not when it tries to be Japanese. It's like going to an Irish pub and getting quesadillas instead of shepherd's pie. (laughs) End of review. You get it. And the owner said... Please tell me the picture of what kind of food you need, and who is Chinese? What food doesn't satisfy you? Do you know it's Christmas? End of response. (laughs) (laughs) By the way. Very pressing questions here. (laughs) But it, like, calls them out, like... By the way, you realize today's a special holiday to spend with your family, yeah, right? You know, it's Christmas, right? Wow. That's I like think such a like blow. That's cutting. Right? That's like cutting. You know, you're doing this on Christmas. Forget the last one that I complimented. Like this one needs to be copy and pasted into every manager response right? ever. <laughs> Who's Chinese? Do you also, realize yeah, it's Christmas? <laughs> Who's? I love how they're like, what? Who's Chinese? What the hell photo are you on about? Yeah. Who's Chinese? <laughs> Go see, go be with your family, you weirdo. Like, the review is much better, like, structured and, like, makes more sense. However, the owner response just, like, kind of weirdly blows it out of the water by being, Hysterical. like, so confused, confusing because it's like, what? What are you talking about? Explain yourself, it. please. I We're all it. wondering. <laughs> oh, that's, Alexander, that's very good. Oh, good. I feel I'm like glad. that does lead right into a redemption because that was like quite a redeeming response. <laughs> so, of course, I thought, who reviews sushi places? And I first thought Fox. Fu- so I first thought Foodie News one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because he loves sushi. Then I realized all his sushi places are in California and Hawaii. So mm. I was like, I know those are not landlocked. You know that Hawaii is not landlocked? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did remember that. Glad you learned that. Yep. So then, of course, I went to Fox. And I have a redemption. He he reviewed a lot of sushi. Mm. There were actually nine pages. When I searched his reviews, I typed in sushi. Wow. Nine pages of results. Just of sushi. Just of sushi. Um, Or just ones that had the word sushi in the Mm, review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this is of a place called In Town Sushi in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. That's 
counts as landlocked, right? Even though there's lakes. It's got one of the biggest lakes in the world yeah, next to it. But, but I don't think it's... No, I think that's still considered landlocked because it's okay. not an ocean. Got it. Okay, or good. Or like a Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a four-star review of In Town Sushi. He's just not that in town you. <laughs> Whenever I am in town, I have to get some in town sushi. Okay, that's not really true. The sushi is not bad, but I also think it's a little bit average as far as sushi goes. They put quite a lot of avocado in a lot of their rolls. R O L E S. I mean, rolls. But a lot of hipster actors put a lot of avocado in their rolls, too. <laughs> oh, Fox, you get me every time. It's definitely not aimed at authentic sushi lovers, but at Americanized sushi eaters, which is most of what you get in here because it's a tourist place. It's not a destination for Asian people. It's a destination for all sorts of tourists. So they definitely aim at the wider market and the tourist market and the hipster market. And that's what it tastes like to me. Pretty basic hipster sushi with fairly average prices, but maybe just over average for a little stand in a market. End of review. Nice. Okay. The four stars made it seem more like a redemption. Yeah, even yeah, yeah. It was a little I, no, bit. They, it was a critic. It was a critique, critical. but but I think it was very positively done. In just the way Fox is, Fox just—he's just not that in town. You, <laughs> Fox just knows how to write a review. I mean, he doesn't quite know how to write a pun, but he does know how to write a review. <laughs> we can't. I fault think he, him for I that. think he knows how to write a pun. I love his puns. You're just thinking he might hear this one day, Christina. Trying to get on his good side. I would be so honored. <laughs> Okay, well, is it time for my challenge? I think so. You know what? I have no idea what it is. I had a feeling. So my challenge was from Sunne. I don't know uh, if that's how you pronounce it, but they're Dutch. And it was to find a review where someone went into a coffee shop in the Netherlands without knowing yes. that they sell weed. The marijuana. Drugs. This was... One of the hardest challenges. Oh, ever. no. It rivaled the one about finding bro the word broccoli in a dessert. That was a really early well, one. Like episode like, four or something. Yeah. I struggled because everybody fucking knows. Yeah. This that, is not I, and that's what I was saying at the end of the episode. I was saying people who go generally go for that. Yeah. Like, especially tourists who wouldn't. The people who wouldn't know, like tourists go there because of the th they do know okay that makes no sense that sounds i've got my own paradox going alexander has been in a coffee shop in amsterdam for a <laughs> no, few hours it's my own paradox because oh. it's the people the people who go for the marijuana like yep. the tourists tourists will go there just for that to yep. those so of course they know about it but of course the people who live there also know about it because they just know how it works so therefore, like the only people would be for people from out of town, but people who are coming in from out of town are often going just for that. Okay, but even the people who don't know about it don't seem to be writing reviews yeah. because I imagine exactly. they're not even encountering this as a. I'm just saying, yeah, like of your people, like you, the people who would not know this, the tourists, mm -hmm. tourists who go there, a majority of them probably are going for that reason, right? And then, so you only have that sliver of people who don't know, and will they write a review? Maybe not. <laughs> the, uh, the answer is definitely not, because I really struggled. Uh, I, Alexander, I don't think I completed the challenge. <gasps> That's okay. I I've know. done that. What was that one? I've Okay, it's probably been more than one, but I've definitely failed a challenge before. Well, there was one tweet that I found that said, uh, 
I just now realized that coffee shops in Amsterdam serve weed. I just wanted coffee. But like it was a tweet. (laughs) That's a great tweet. And that's it. Like it was a verified account. Whatever. And so I read probably, God, I read so many damn reviews. Oh, no. Um, So I've kind of, this is what I have. So this is a review of the Bulldog Amsterdam by Andrew. And it's a four-star review. And the title is Guide to the Uninitiated. Okay, okay. So I'm trying to lean into like yeah, people yeah. who don't people know. People don't know. I like it. So like Andrew's, me, I don't know how it works. Yeah, I do now. <laughs> oh, good. Now I know. So will we all. Extensively. But apparently it's changing because of COVID. Oh. And a lot of them lost a ton of revenue, obviously, because yeah. travel was banned. And They would like pass mouth to mouth. Pass the, <laughs> you know. That's how they would like. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew says, four stars. This is more a guide to the uncool like me who didn't know the score with these coffee shops. Does that mean they didn't know? Yeah. You just. Yeah. That's I what did that it. means. Okay. I didn't know what they meant by they didn't know the score. Whatever. I think so. <clears throat> okay. Good. This is more a guide to the uncool like me who didn't know the score with these coffee shops. There are several bulldog premises. I refer to the big one, which is the old police station. Upstairs is a bar and does not sell weed. Downstairs is the bit that does. You go to the kiosk on the left as you walk in and buy it there. Varying prices around 12 euro a gram or five joints worth. Papers and lighters, etc. can be bought from the bar downstairs. Now this is the bit that threw me. You can smoke it anywhere on the premises, upstairs or down, but only if you don't have tobacco in the joint. There are pots of herbal mix on the bars to roll up with free to use. If you want to smoke a tobacco joint, there is a smoking area at the back of the upstairs bar. Personally, I prefer beer to sweet pop, so went upstairs to the bar area as alcohol is not served in the bottom coffee shop. Anyway, simple as that. Smiley face. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I, I guess I forgot. No wonder you said you mentioned COVID and how things are changing. Like, I forgot not only do you buy them there, but you're supposed to smoke that smoke it there. So... You're not necessarily supposed to, like, I guess what I've read in an article, which Sonny can tell me if this is right or wrong, is that tourists usually smoke there at the premises. Yeah, because you're not bringing it home. Right. And, but typically Dutch folk will just like go buy it and bring it home. Okay. So you don't usually find locals at these kind of places. Ah, It's more touristy. Okay. Um, But yeah, so of course, since tourist revenue kind of halted with COVID, a lot of these places are going under. Um, and apparently there's now like we there these kind of things are opening up in the US. Oh, interesting. Because of the new laws surrounding yeah. marijuana. So like in California there are a couple in like San Diego, San I Francisco. I hate that. It doesn't sound great it's to like me. Hookah. I don't like hookah either. I've never been to a hookah lounge, but I think I would hate it. I feel like you would like it. Why? Cuz you just hang Well, okay, out. but I can do that at freaking Denny's. why do i need to go to a hookah lounge like i wouldn't partake in the hookah yeah yeah i mean if you're not doing the hookah i'll just have an edible and go to ihop so a lot of these places do edibles as well okay but then i don't want to be around all the smoke yeah well so i'll go to ihop the smoking section's in the back can i just go to ihop please um We'll talk about it later. Okay. So this is a three-star review, and this is by Raina, and it's called The Funniest Experience Ever. (laughs) Someone was still high when they wrote this. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. 
And this is also about the Bulldog coffee shop. I have been hearing about Bulldog before I visited Amsterdam, and I know they serve weed, but I don't mind. I was... <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, the whole point of the place. I love it. I love like, that's, it. Like, that is literally the point of the place. And just, it's like, what if you do mind, Reina? Like, I what's going to happen here? Like, don't what? worry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry that day, and it was raining heavily, so I had to stop somewhere to eat. So the first thing I asked the two bouncers on the door was, is there a smoking area? I meant cigarettes, because in most places in Europe, smoking is forbidden. So they both laughed out loud, saying, of course, lady, ha 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 ha. So I preferred to sit outside, and I ordered burgers. The waiter was so surprised I am ordering food, while everyone around me was smoking up. That was funny, though. I didn't like the burgers at all. Brown face. But I like the place. Although everyone was staring at me, because I was eating while they were in La La Land. Ha 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 ha. Smiley face. You see Reina's laugh so well. <laughs> <laughs> also, like from the context, it's like, wow, this person's definitely high or like was high writing the tribute, but like it's a they secondhand weren't. high. <laughs> they just right. They just found it hilarious. Yeah. Despite not having any drugs in their system, just a really shitty burger. I feel like that's how mom would be at a place like that. <laughs> like that's this is a re- review I could see her writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she was like laughing and seeing all these people and like it's such a, it a was, marvel. It's a marvel. Yeah. They thought it was so weird that I didn't order any weed, just a burger. Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, dad would be like, ugh, like why are they smoking these weird looking cigarettes? These funny cigarettes. <laughs> also, they keep giving me water. <laughs> what I think is water. And I didn't ask for water. Uh, so I have this. Okay. <laughs> Let me say that again. More confidently. I have this. <laughs> Here is a forum post on TripAdvisor. And it's, Ooh, I love these. It's a it's a post by Frankie twenty four, and uh, the title is "Don't Do Drugs." Dot 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 dot. Okay, this might sound really naive, but what if you don't do drugs and you're just going for the culture, etc.? Will I feel really out of place in the cafes, etc.? Will it be constantly pushed on us? I'm sure it will be fine, but I thought I'd ask. Thanks. This is obviously hmm. in an amsterdam like thread i mean it I, at first i was like that's kind of like that's funny and silly but then i'm like people have hyped that up so much yeah it feels that like, i could see why they'd be a little bit like, will like, i be out concerned. of pl- will i make will i be uncomfortable will yeah. i make other yeah exactly because yeah that's basically like when especially growing up in the states i don't know where this person is from but for us i was like when you think amsterdam you think weed legal weed that's it. oh yeah that and was there, like always a thing and there are also places um, that I read, a, I, I read reviews of where people said like they they kicked us out because we weren't buying enough, oh. or uh, they said I couldn't hang out with my friends if I didn't also buy weed. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't. That's probably not legal necessarily, but yeah. like that happened. Um, but anyway, most of the responses were like, "Don't worry about it. Yeah, you'll be fine. Like it's nobody's gonna force you to do anything." Blah 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 blah. Yeah. That was it, my experience. Oh, I've never been to Amsterdam. Yeah, I took a, a day trip with my friend, Joanna. We drove from Essen to uh, Amsterdam. And oh, yeah. We just like hung out all day and like went to a, a, a cool like museum. I don't remember which one it was, but it was really cool. And then just walked around. And yeah, had some like yeah. coffee, I'm sure, and stuff. You Coffee wink? 
No wink. No <laughs> wink. I was driving and I was pretty straight edge at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't we all? Anyway, this is a response from... I'm nervous. Why is there such a long pause? I can't come up with the username. Oh, <laughs> Christina, I was like, I was like, are you like afraid to get into I this? Yeah, I'm just gonna read it. Okay. The name is Hemi Kiwi, and I was like, I'll make it Hank, and then I'm like, I literally already did Hank, and then my brain just stopped working. Um, so this is a response from Hemi Kiwi. Remember, all the other responses were like very supportive yeah. and nice, mm -hmm. and this is Hemi Kiwi's response. Frankie, it is a bit naive misspelled but in quotes for some reason <laughs> to think that all of amsterdam in cafes are smoking marijuana and that you would feel out of place <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair it is pretty na naive to think that they're smelling <laughs> smoking marijuana or <laughs> what was it marijuana <laughs> frankie it is a bit naive to think that all of Amsterdam and cafes are smoking marijuana and that you would feel out of place and that it would be constantly pushed on you. I'm not sure if you were just looking for a reaction and a response. Yikes. And the okay. person responded like, um, no, I was literally just wondering, but okay. It's a very valid question. I agree. There are no stupid questions, people. Come and on. And a lot of the responders were Dutch. It wasn't like, yeah. you know, anyway. And then now this is the <laughs> They didn't say that it's all, like they... This person just went, took it from one to a thousand. They're just like from Australia. It's not like, oh, I'm Dutch and you're oh. offending me. You know what I mean? It was like some random other Some stoner foreigner. who's like offended for the, Maybe. For the Dutch. Maybe. Or some straight edge person who's like, how dare you? <laughs> so this is the last one I have. It's a five-star view. It's sort of a redemption, was, which is why I saved it for last. And it's by Curious Casey. And uh, the title is Crazy. And it's a review of Amsterdam Alternative Culture Walking Tour with local food sampling. Wow. Alternative walking tour? Alternative so culture you, walking alternative tour. Alternative culture. So that means... With local food sampling. Wink. Oh. Marijuana. <laughs> Marijuana. <laughs> Marijuana. Why would you put M's in that word? Whatever. <laughs> True. I don't think they're a stoner. I like. I love they're how I called them a stoner not. after they called marijuana marijuana. <laughs> so this is the review. It's five stars by Curious Casey of this walking tour, and the title is Crazy. I'm not sure what I expected, but I honestly wasn't planning on imbibing any ganja. <laughs> Christina, okay. People like this is so good. <laughs> People talking about weed who don't like normally talk about weed is like the best thing ever. And this is like coming from two people who don't like spend a ton of time talking about <laughs> weed, but like, you know, ganja. It's just so funny. So that's what I did is I searched keywords. The keywords for this one that I searched were they sell marijuana because I thought like mm. who was saying that yeah, in the review. Yeah. I searched they have pot there. I yep. searched like phrases where I'm like, I feel like this is something a, someone would say to be like surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ganja, I didn't even think of. I just stumbled upon this one. Lovely. Yeah. I'm not sure what I expected, but honestly wasn't planning on imbibing any ganja. Our guide Eric was personable, funny, caring, and knowledgeable. The first stop was an Irish bar where you could order a drink on your own dime. Or a quesadilla, am I right? 
The first stop was an Irish bar where you could order a drink on your own dime, and Eric took about 15 minutes to explain the history of the ganja laws. Oh, is that the official term? Parentheses non-laws. Oh, non, mm, okay. I yeah. think, yeah, lack of Lack of laws? laws, I guess. It's not really a lack of laws because there are quite a few stringent yeah. <laughs> laws about like, did you know you're not, oh wait shit they're about to tell okay. me this is how i learned it from okay, this review okay. i'm let, like fun fact i want to hear the reviewer yeah <laughs> you want casey to tell you not me okay or actually eric i guess eric took about 15 minutes to explain the history of the ganja laws non-laws ganja is considered a soft drug in amsterdam similar to alcohol nicotine and caffeine a location can sell only one of these soft drugs so you cannot drink alcohol and smoke weed in the same place the next stop was our first coffee shop. No space equals cannabis shop. Eric showed us the difference in marijuana types and explained how the coffee shop menu worked. Purchase by quantity, by a single roll joint, or edibles. Eric cautioned us that if we were going to try it, to take just one toke and wait five minutes before doing so again. Eric abstained, but everyone in our group tried and enjoyed both a joint and edibles. We laughed the rest of the tour. End of review. Lovely. That sounds like a great tour. <laughs> I know. If you get the right people on it, you know. Yeah. If you get someone like uh, Curious Casey. <laughs> so. I'd get high with Curious Casey. I bet it would be a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine like a paranoid person. I mean, I've gotten paranoid before from it, but like. Being on one of those walking tours and then someone in your group gets like super paranoid walking around. That <laughs> I, sounds miserable. I, I feel so bad for them. What I will say is I don't really, I've only ever tried weed in the context of it being legal because I'm a, I don't know, whatever, but uh, like in Denver and then in LA and I only a couple times I, I don't, it, I didn't enjoy it. Doesn't and work I th- for you. Yeah. I think I did it wrong. I don't know. Maybe I need Eric to teach me because I think I was doing it wrong. Well, I'm a I'm a uh, holder of a medical marijuana card in the state of Ohio, but yeah. you live in Kentucky, so that's exactly sucks right. To suck. I think that's okay with me. Um, yeah, I just get sad and hungry. I get sad without the weed. And me too, but I'm just and like hungry without the weed. <laughs> <laughs> me too, but I no, don't I know fully need to exacerbate it. You know? Yeah, yeah I, I get the full experience without having yeah, any. You sound like dad who's like, I who doesn't, our dad doesn't drink alcohol. So and he's like, he's like, I'm fun enough without it. I have it. just as much fun. And I'm like, well, yeah. you think that, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe give it a try. No, no, no. Uh, anyway, so that's that. Uh, I think you did wonderfully, and I do think you did you. complete I the challenge. I felt bad because I was like, everybody at these places like went there for a reason, you know. I mean, if I brought that up when I gave you the challenge, like I wasn't didn't have high hopes for you. Yeah, and but you did it. You did. Yay! It. Oh, thank you. Okay, I'll take it. Um, so yeah, that's all I've got. And uh, did we already give? I think we already gave theme challenge last time, right? I think so. Yeah. Phew. I hope. If, if not, we'll figure it out. Eh, if not, <laughs> I'm just making that up and because I don't want to do it. Also, I just made Blaze. Uh, we were ordering food and he's like, what do you want? And I was like, I'm kind of feeling like Chinese. Mm, I wonder why. And I'm like, what am I thinking? Like, I just read so many reviews about <laughs> people, A, claiming Japanese restaurants were Chinese buffets, which I was like shocked <laughs> by how many people said that. And B, everyone just got poisoned. Yes. Oh, somebody posted... 
they poisoned me. <laughs> Christina, that's so dramatic. You found the most dramatic reviews. But then they were like, I had food poisoning all day. I'm like, you can't start it by saying <laughs> they, poison. they poisoned me. <laughs> like, that's not the same. It got your attention. It did. And that's all these reviews are about, getting people's attention. So. And now I'm going to go eat Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> and then leave your own. Okay. <laughs> poisoned yourself. All right. All righty. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week for the mysterious theme we picked. Bye. Bye. Bye.